Greetings, welcome, bienvenidos, hola, aloha, ni hao, namaste, konnichiwa, bonjour, bonjour, sawadikarab, guten tak, jawi, viva, kat bang, half a day, jai jinendra, privyet, salam, shalom, peace, now, go vegan, peace, how, go vegan, from the left-behind coast of the genetically mutated McNugget Pharmaceutical Vivisection Prison Killitary Industrial Corpor Nation, in the cheese-covered post-constitutional bankster bankrupt corruptocracy, mocracy, criminocracy, unchallenged by meteocracy, foodborne in the NSA, CIA, FBI, NRA, USA. Home of Uncle Salmonella, where they sure do eat a lot of dead animal body parts, and the Wall Street-backed corporate diet of death, disease, and destruction is shoved down your throat. This is Go Vegan Radio with Bob Linden. And in the ubiquitous quest for, uh, is it truth or is it for tax-deductible donations? Uh, is it truth or is it Patreon support um, that I must again humbly with great non-egomaniacal humility remind you that this is the most important program in the history of all media in the history of all media media um, I mean I know you think it's Rachel Maddow hey and I am for nuclear war with Russia for no reason as much as the next guy or the next gal uh, or non-gender identified biped homo sapien. Hey, whom are you calling a biped? Isn't that a little speciesist, identifying somebody by the number of feet he or she or it has? Um... Have I, uh, am I ignoring all the four-legged species and spiders and centipedes? Okay, well, I guess I am for nuclear war with Russia for no reason as much as the next centipede, okay? And, uh, and all species, uh, however many legs, uh, or no legs at all. How, yeah, that's right. So, um... Yes, and uh, all of whom, all, all those other species, legs or not, fins, feathers, um, they are for nuclear war with Russia as much as they are for you to continue eating meat, dairy, fish, and eggs, um, which uh, basically um, is having the same... Uh, annihilating effect uh, as a nuclear war, you know, with with uh, with friends like that who eat meat, dairy, fish, and eggs. Who needs enemies with nuclear bombs? Um, yeah. So, uh, um, and then again, that that reminds me exactly why I just said that this is the most important program in the history of all media. Um, and yes, 
even more important than Rachel Maddow or why even even Oprah or or Edward R. Murrow or Sixty Minutes or SpongeBob SquarePants. And um, is it rude? How rude is it for me to say that this here show? is even more important than Redacted Tonight with Lee Camp. How can I say that when Lee Camp is a guest on today's show? Coming up today. Yes, that's right. Lee Camp, host of Redacted Tonight today at Go Vegan Radio with Bob Linden. Um, And he does have a very important show. I mean, his perspective on the news is is really interesting and valuable. intelligent you know i mean it's it's way up there in importance but the award for the most important show in the history of all media goes to us um only because we have an unfair advantage this program endorses promotes and campaigns for everyone to go vegan and there is nothing more important than that. And uh, we have been doing so as the very first program in mainstream media, the first vegan program in mainstream media. We've been in doing this so long, you know, it was still, it was still cool back then to be associated with the mainstream media. Um, we started in 2001 on KRLA in Los Angeles. We expanded to KYCY, the CBS station in San Francisco. and We were also on the Quake and Green 960 in San Francisco, eventually on the Air America radio network. Yes, that liberal network. Yeah, same network as Rachel Maddow at that time. And this here very show has also i mean we've been on conservative talk stations we've been on liberal networks we've been on gcn the same network as alex jones and uh how important is his show i ask um yeah we were on gcn the same the same network as alex jones we were the show whose purpose was to make alex jones look normal uh-huh a vegan? Look, at a ve- what, what kind of strange shows? Vegans? They're so strange. They don't even eat eggs. Now, Alex Jones, you know, he's, he's a nice, normal person. He eats eggs. But by default, a staunch vegan show is first place in importance over all shows ever. It is. It is. Um, because... Our very survival depends on all of us going vegan. Like right now, planet Earth is going through a period of massive species extinction. Right now. Where is that? I, there, was, there was an article. I don't know. Where's my, where's my article on? In the Guardian here. Earth's sixth mass extinction event underway, scientists warn. So it says here, a biological annihilation of wildlife in recent decades means a sixth mass extinction in Earth's history is underway and is more severe than previously feared, according to research. Scientists analyzed both 
common and rare species and found billions of regional or local populations have been lost. Uh, they blame overpopulation and overconsumption for the crisis, but the reality, as we seek the truth on this radio program, the reality is it is the appetite for meat, dairy, fish, and eggs that is the cause of the current mass extinction. And isn't mass extinction disturbing to everyone? Um, and by the way, the biped Homo sapien is not necessarily immune from this extinction. So, anyway... Um, it's as if we're going through a nuclear war right this very moment, you know? I mean, can't Rachel Maddow be happy with that? It's going on right now. She doesn't, she doesn't need to talk about Russia anymore. All she has to say is, you know, just keep eating what you're eating. Keep eating what you are eating. Um, hmm. So we're in the midst of a mass extinction because people eat meat, dairy, fish, and eggs. Is anybody against mass extinction? Huh? Are you against climate change? Uh, or even, even if you don't believe in climate change, do you believe in deforestation and resource depletion, water scarcity, pollution? Huh? Anybody against killing billions of animals? totally unnecessarily, for food. They're being killed unnecessarily for food, and all the land is being used uh, for animal agriculture, leading to extinction, deforestation. Um, so, I don't know. Anybody against world hunger or poverty? Anybody against heart disease, cancer, stroke, diabetes? Huh? Well, if you are against all of those... Uh, you're a good candidate for going vegan, like uh, today. Today would be a perfect day. I strongly urge you to go to the archives at GoVeganRadio.com. Uh, if you're possessed to make a donation because we're here to save the planet, go right ahead. But, uh, you know, f free to listen. There are over 600 programs there. And the most recent one, listen to last week's show, Okay. What was that, number 624, I think, episode 624, last week's show? I interviewed the lead researcher from a just-released study from the Queen's College of Oxford University, not, not the Queen's College of the City University of New York, from which I graduated. And everybody there back then majored in uh, war protest and uh, and bongs. Actually, um, this is from this is from a smart school, Oxford University, the Queen's College of Oxford University. So this is a study five years in the making. So I talked to Joseph Poor, um, and the conclusion of this study, this most extensive study of the environment, perhaps ever, is. The single best thing that each of us can do to address everything I've just been discussing, all the environmental issues, uh, you know, everything from, you know, beyond climate change to, yeah, to, to mass extinction. That's discussed in this study. The single most important action that we can take is to go vegan. So, I mean, this, you know, put, you know, 
the study puts it right there. That's where it is. So um, going vegan saves the planet and all life on Earth. And uh, so... So, apparently, uh, our mission right here is to urge everyone to go vegan now. And, um, of course, I only say this because of competition for tax-deductible donations and support through Patreon. Um, and perhaps seeking the truth. I mean, where are you, uh, is this study... Who, who, who's uh, highlighting this study? Is this study... Uh, is Greenpeace... Is 350.org or the Sierra Club? How about the Young Turks? Are they, are they covering this study? How about any so-called animal organizations? Going vegan is the key to saving the planet and all life on Earth. Where are you hearing about this? You know, and uh, there are so many places where you... Uh, where you don't hear about it, where you can't hear about it these days, right? These days, everyone's a broadcaster. Every everyone with a phone, you know, has a channel, has a YouTube channel. I have a, you know, I never talk about my YouTube channel. I talk about all the other websites we have: goveganradio.com and uh, um, lareggaevegan.fest.com, radiobobby.com. I keep keep forgetting to mention that we have a pretty cool YouTube.com/slash/goveganradio channel with. A lot, of, a lot of cool stuff there, but I just don't push it. I don't, you know, anyway. Um, but anyway, everybody with a phone has a YouTube channel. How many of these whippersnappers had FCC third-class licenses with broadcast endorsements? Huh? As I, as I do or did. Um... <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. Can I call them whippersnappers? Is that speciesist? Aren't whippersnappers snakes? But uh, I'm using whippersnapper to mean uh, what? Uh, young, innocent, inexperienced. Okay, forget whippersnappers. I'll just call them uh, young punks. Okay? Yeah. Or young Turks. Or, or young punk Turks. I don't know. Jenk Uger of the Young Turks says, Bacon is God's gift. So, uh, which pretty much sums up the intellectual level of the Young Turks channel and pretty much assures that you will not hear coverage or see coverage of the Oxford University planet-saving vegan study, food's impact on the environment. You won't see it there. Um... On that so unimportant uh, media outlet, when compared to Go Vegan Radio with Bob Linden, you know somebody who I was watching on YouTube for a while. I found him uh, to be entertaining, uh, Lionel. Lionel on YouTube. Uh, in fact, he was also on Air America back when I was. Or was he on the network, or was he just on stations that? Um, Carried Air America. Anyway, uh, he, has, he, he, he can have a pretty interesting uh, presentation. He can get a little, a little much at times, but, uh, you know, pretty interesting to a degree. And uh, he's become pretty popular, especially uh, 
you know, in the midst in the midst of the whole uh, Q anon thing, which I find pretty interesting too. Find find uh, that interesting, and of course I find the way the media cover it to be interesting. I find the way the media cover everything to be interesting these days. Um, but I don't know. The other day, so Lionel was talking about how much he was enjoying videos of these guys who were shooting rats. I don't know. Sounded like maybe the rats were in some uh, grain storage facility. <sighs> And it, it was very disappointing to me uh, to see Lionel finding it amusing. Uh, he found it particularly uh, amusing how, you know, one rat gets picked off, you know, killed, falls, and how the rats next to him or her are, are, are so confused over what just happened to their uh, brother or sister or mother or father. But Lionel tells us it's okay for us to be entertained by this because the rats are vermin. Ah, okay. Vermin killing is entertaining and acceptable. But, <laughs> I don't know, isn't vermin in the eye of the beholder? Perhaps humans are, uh, you know, human... I don't know. Humans are causing mass extinction right now. Huh? Countless species are disappearing. Are humans vermin? Hmm? Should we uh, should we find the shooting of each human to be a chuckle? You know that the killing of vermin is. I don't know. The poor rat had no choice but to be born a rat. Searching for a few grains of food for survival. I don't know. He or she wasn't lucky enough to be some guy who sits in front of a microphone on his YouTube channel, um, you know, in, in a comfy New York apartment. Um, and then after saying how much he enjoys the rat shooting videos, Lionel goes on to say, that hunters are great people. Just, I don't know, out of the blue, I guess. Another one of his observations, but he didn't say why. He didn't say why hunters are great people. I don't know. And, uh, I don't know, are we to assume that being a sniper of the innocent uh, uh, shows uh, commendable uh, character traits? Is that what it is? Or... Is it that they uh, just feed Lionel's vermin death fetish entertainment needs? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. So after that, I didn't really feel like watching Lionel anymore. Huh? You know, the same thing happened with uh, that other enlightened and uh, awakened all-knowing YouTuber, a guy named Michael Trim who had two opposing opinions at once on uh, chickens. First, he said, you know, chickens have no purpose, as if humans have a purpose. Oh, 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 what is the purpose of humans anyway? Ah, to cause mass extinction. I forgot. Okay, all right. So, But anyway, this guy, Michael Trim, said, chickens have no purpose. 
And then he presented uh, an argument to his first argument that, oh no, then he said, the purpose, the purpose of a chicken is to be eaten. Okay. All right. Um, perhaps because, what, chicken, chicken must be edible vermin, right? I, I don't know. I don't, I don't understand the thinking. Um, people don't notice that they have, you know, eyes. Everybody has eyes. They, they can see what's happening. They see what we're doing to them. Verm, the vermin. Um, you know, same thing happened also <laughs> with Mike Malloy, as I recall. You remember him from he 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 was on Air America too, or the stations that carried Air America, um, and uh, so I uh, I even opened up for him. Uh, I was a big fan of his actually. Back in the days when the liberals were opposing the Bush crime family and the war in Iraq, before the liberals became such corporatist warmongers. Um, anyway, so I was a big fan of Mike Malloy. I even opened for him during a... Oh, it was a Green 960 show at a restaurant in San Francisco called Yoshi's. I think it was called Yoshi's. Um, very bad idea to have me talk at a non-vegan restaurant. I, I think, I think we can come to that conclusion. People there were choking on their sushi when I was on stage, and and you know they were choking more for me, you know, just pointing out to them that they were eating raw fish. They're eating raw fish, and uh, you know they they they. They were choking for me, oddly enough. They, they could have been choking on the parasites and the heavy metals and the bacteria in and on the sushi. You know, very, uh, very scary health risk, the parasites associated with sushi. You know, the fish is supposed to be frozen to a certain uh, temperature for a certain time. Uh, do you think everybody adheres to freezing fish to those temperatures and to those times when sushi is in such demand? Come on, bring it out, bring it out, slap it on the plate. Um, and uh, and then <laughs> I saw it was written that some people, even if it is, you know, if, if the fish is frozen to the right temperature for the right amount of time, people still get sick. Um because they have a reaction to eating the dead parasites. <laughs> so, isn't that amazing? Like, okay, you don't you don't want parasites, right? So you freeze the fish, that, and then you eat dead parasites. And these are the the smart people at the, at the restaurants in in uh, Silicon Valley, right? Sushi, brain food. Um, so anyway, one day I'm listening to Mike Malloy's show, and he says. Oh, he has a hobby. He takes his gun and he goes to some garbage dump around Atlanta and, and shoots rats and mice. Huh, okay. That was the last time I listened to Mike. Speciesist mouth Mike Malloy was always trying to insult people by calling them rats and pigs and snakes. I didn't hear him call anybody a whippersnapper. <sighs> 
Holy cow. I, I should put I should put Lionel and Mike together. I should be their travel agent. I should put them together and uh put the put, I should put a safari to to, to to the city dump. Uh that would be a nice vacation for Mike and, and Lionel to have together, right? Safari to the city dump. That would be fun. What's more fun than a safari to a city dump with Mike and uh, Lionel? I would say L.A. Reggae Vegan Fest. You know? L.A. Reggae Vegan Fest. Uh, no animals will be hurt uh, for the production of L.A. Reggae Vegan Fest. No animals will be hurt for uh, entertainment or for food or clothing. One love, all species, including uh, rats and mice. One love includes all animals, including rats and mice. So, anyway, change the subject here. Change the subject to fun times. L.A. Reggae Vegan Fest, Sunday, October 7th. <laughs> Get your tickets now. You can be a sponsor or a vendor. Go to LAReggaeVeganFest.com. What fun it will be, what entertainment, what a musical lineup of international reggae superstars we have. Um, oh, it starts with a children's show, 10.30 in the morning with Jamaica Bob. And kids 12 and under are free. Um, so bring the kids kids show 10 30 in the morning and the musical lineup on center stage that day pretty amazing the simkin project kicks things off then lamore and the mystic band general john mikey sister carol bushman maccabee glenn washington an amazing show Sizzling summer discount tickets are available right now. These are the lowest prices. You will get tickets. Prices will go up again, so it's for a limited time. And uh, ticket price includes parking. Parking is free. Kids under 12 free. And no added service charges onto the ticket price. We also have amazing speakers Go to LAReggaeVeganFest.com. Click on Speakers. Check out the people who will be there that day. It will be quite amazing. And uh, you're going to want to be there. It's just the, the, the food that we're going to have, fantastic food. There's so many vegan restaurants who are participating in this. So, um, Also, coming up next, coming up next, we have uh, Vanessa Marceau. And she will be at L.A. Reggae Vegan Fest. In fact, uh, this weekend, this uh, Saturday, where are we? It's the first weekend of August 2018. And she has a grand opening. And we will talk all about that. Uh, her uh, Alora, Alora Wellness Center, uh, opening up in Altadena, with an event this weekend. We will talk to Vanessa Marceau about that. And also coming up on today's show, as I mentioned, we will have Lee Camp from Redacted Tonight. Once again, let me invite you to support this program with a tax-deductible donation or Patreon sponsorship or 
If you don't feel like it, all the archives are free at GoVeganRadio.com. We're on Facebook, GoVeganRadio with Bob Linden, and Twitter at GoVeganRadio. Go Vegan Radio with Bob Linden at GoVeganRadio.com. On Facebook, Go Vegan Radio with Bob Linden. Twitter at Go Vegan Radio. Um, you're, uh, I can't believe, I, well, you know, I, this is the sacrifice I make. I take time away from listening to Radio Bobby. I'm, I'm addicted. Radio B-O-B-B-Y.com. Of course I would be addicted. I, that's my radio station. I, you know, that's, <laughs> I created it. So, um, Radio B-O-B-B-Y dot com. And so my next guest is Vanessa uh, Marceau. And she, I, I have to say, I looked at her resume. She has a very impressive resume. Actress and model in Paris after attending Yale with a degree in literature. And then she returns to the U.S. and started teaching yoga and uh, personal training and then gets a master's in marriage and family therapy and uh, becomes a um, um, a licensed psychotherapist. And then she runs a mental health and addiction facility, um, which is, I mean, pretty amazing background, but really what would that get her on go vegan radio with bob linden no it's that she has a booth at la reggae vegan fest so that's <laughs> that's what that's what gets you on this show here if you want to know the truth about things and now i can only wonder what happens at the booth you know like uh, uh will, will she act in your screenplay if you bring it or will she teach you the the cat cow stretch or um i don't know we'll we'll, we'll get a maybe a lecture on shakespeare or or uh, you know counseling with your spouse or what why do why do you have a booth why why are you there vanessa again <laughs> I, I have to remember myself um, <laughs> I uh, I have actually forsaken the corporate world of running treatment centers to do the crazy idea of launching a vegan organic wellness center that will incorporate, in a sense, all that I've done in my past in terms of performing, dance, counseling, the wellness. It's, it's all those kind of things in a strange way all come to bear on my center, and we have been Prior to our imminent opening this weekend, we have been doing booths at festivals and fairs where we have our vegan organic products, we have clothing, jewelry, all fair trade, sustainably sourced organic. We have food that's the same. Um, We also strive for oil-free as much as possible. And we also do dance classes and yoga. So you never know. I might, in fact, be on the grass out there at the park doing some yoga for people. So it could happen. There you go. Okay, terrific. So, Oh, and so I should say that uh, the grand opening is uh, this month, this month now uh, being August 2018, yes. and yes. Uh, tell us uh, the, the name of the facility and where it is. 
Absolutely. August 4th, this Saturday from 11-11, being an auspicious time until 7-11 at night, we are going to be having our grand opening mini veg fest. Nothing on the scale of the vegan reggae fest, just a little local thing to launch our center. And we're going to have a massage therapist, a very alternative chiropractor who does deep fascia work, a lot of artists who only paint on vegan and organic material because I've inquired about their pain and their paper and no gelatin and no carmine and things like that. Paint so brushes too, right? Brushes too. Mm. Exactly. In fact, there's this one artist who's now changed all her materials because she hadn't thought about that because it, it's hard to think of every place that this carnist power structure thinks to exploit and kill animals for just the weirdest things that where you never Everywhere think. Everywhere can you get vegan crayons even, you know? I mean, it's, uh, you know, I, 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 I think they're very rare also, you know? I mean... They are, but art supplies, she told me, because she inquired thoroughly, are now starting to be made without carmine or any kind of, of animal products at all, because apparently a lot of artists are interested in that, and, and they found better ways of doing it, so that's really thrilling. We're going to have vegan food, of course, because we're going to have our booth there with food and products, and we also will have... Patrick Baboumian, considered by many to be one of the world's strongest men, and he's vegan, and he was just in the Change Makers movie with James Cameron, so we're thrilled that he's going to not only come and do a Q&A with Will Tucker, another champion bodybuilder, but he's also going to carry four people. Ah. Maybe we should rent him out for LA Reggae Vegan Fest uh, from, the, <laughs> from the parking lot. <laughs> you know? Can transport people in. <laughs> we even have the device for it. It looks like a, a leg squat type of thing that you carry on your back, mm -hmm. and we'll stand on four different points on it. So we're really, really thrilled that he's launching our first event, and that he um, that he's going to do this Q and A where people are going to get to meet him and, and ask him all kinds of questions and we're going to have Sean Hill the amazing Sean Hill MC the whole event and we're also going to have mini dance classes of yoga belly dancing with some African odyssey mixed in we're going to have salsa and kizomba which originated in Angola and so it's just going to be a day full of fun activities showing the world that you can be strong powerful fun joyful and completely not exploiting anyone, not exploiting the planet, and being organic and healthy as well as vegan. And we're showing everyone how it's done, and we're just so thrilled that after three years of the planning stages, we're now finally getting to launch our center after finding the right space. So, And, and the name and location again are... Yes, it's Allura Wellness. The full name is Allura Vegan Organic Wellness Center. It's on Facebook, Instagram, and has a website. And it's going to be in Altadena on Lake Street, just down from Oh Happy Days, which is an old grocery store and vegan cafe. It's at 2141 Lake Avenue in Altadena. Terrific. And the name again? Spell the name. So it's E-L-L-O-R-A. They're named after caves in India where the Buddhists, Jains, and Hindus all carved these caves out of mountains, and they welcomed in all travelers. Everyone was welcome. They were killing each other in the rest of the country, but in the caves, everyone cohabited peacefully in a community of love, and that really inspired me when I went to see those caves, and that's where I, why I chose that name. So Elora Wellness. Uh -huh. it, kind of an esca escape from... Uh... The, the violent world out there, the world that harms animals into 
a place that uh, exists with without harming any animals. Exactly, exactly. So uh, t tell us again then about the, the products that you'll have there. So if uh, people are planning a, a, a trip to Alora Wellness in Altadena, what, yes. uh, what will they find uh, at, at the, the new store? Absolutely. So the, um, we're going to just have booths this Saturday because we still have to do renovations. We're just getting the, the actual property. So this is a veg fest before the Allura Wellness space itself is fully operational. But we're going to do min monthly mini veg fest, just a few different vendors that we highlight. But once we're fully up and operational after our exciting renovations, the products that we're going to have, which we'll also have at our booth, are organic clothing for example because people think that organic food is so important but we have the liver to neutralize toxins and pesticides so even though I think it's crucial to eat organic we have more help with what we eat than what we wear where we don't have the liver to neutralize anything and eliminate toxins you absorb 60% of what you put on your skin that's heading straight into your bloodstream through your largest organ in your body which is your skin so it's critical to avoid the carcinogens and endocrine disruptors by wearing organic clothing that also doesn't harm animals Animals is totally vegan so we're gonna have clothing made from organic cotton which also uses a lot less water than traditional cotton and hemp which is very low water use very durable and has ridiculous rules in the US about growing it which are absolutely absurd but it's a wonderful material very strong and durable and can be very soft and pliable and stretchy and then also bamboo when it's sustainably made as in it's not using a harsh chemical process to extract the fibers. So it depends on the bamboo. And we do all the research so that people don't have to worry. No one is harmed in the production. It's fair trade. It's sustainably sourced. So you don't have to think it's vegan, but is it harming the environment? Is it toxic? Is anyone exploited in it? No, we've answered all those questions. We do all the research. So when you enter the space, you don't have to worry about any of the business ethics. We've taken care of that for you all in one space. So so I wouldn't have to bring my magnifying glass to, to look at the <laughs> <laughs> to look at the ingredients, like I'm, I'm in, I'm in supermarkets everywhere. It's like, well, what's on? What is this? So, yeah. Okay. What is this? And how many syllables? You, you should bring your magnifying glass just so you can gaze in rapture at the delicious ingredients <laughs> that are so wholesome and healthy and good for you. <laughs> okay, and that's just the clothing. When I'm done and eating the clothing, then what do I go on to? So. Yeah, I have a clothing designer who dyes the clothing and things like matter root, blueberries, rose petals. I mean, it's just so lovely and so non-toxic that you, you want to eat the clothing. But mm. please stop because it looks really good on. So <laughs> pets are clothing. We have a lot of jewelry that's also fair trade. A lot of it made by me with semi-precious stones, pure materials. So there's no toxins in that either, no, no allergens. We'll have artwork. We'll a lot of photographs and candles that are all fair trade, not destroying, you know, orangutan habitats. It's all very um, sustainably sourced. And, and um, candles are, are tallow, usually, with uh, rendered animals. And yes, or petroleum, which is also highly toxic and also destroys our air, water, and uh, and soil. What, so what does? I didn't, I didn't hear you say Petroleum. A lot of candles are petroleum. Oh, petroleum, right. Yeah. And, and beeswax. So. 
or beeswax, which people think cleans the air. And, and that's one of my big, big pet peeves. People think, oh, it's just an insect. Why do I worry about that? I can steal their honey or their beeswax. It's good for me. What I always tell people is it's the same as stealing from a cow. You're stealing a product that a being is making for herself and her children. And the thing with honey is that you get all the nutrients directly from the mushrooms, which is where the honey gets its qualities. It's because they eat the mushrooms and then they vomit it up and that's where you get honey. But go directly to the source. Like with all animal products, go to where the animals are getting those nutrients. You'll cut out the middle person and you'll have a much stronger connection to the source of nutrients in the first place. So we never use beeswax or honey or any of those products. And when we develop our own lines of makeup, nothing will have beeswax, which is still ubiquitous, and nothing will have carmine, which is made from crushed bugs. Right. So, and, and, and so many vendors, I, I'm, I'm turning so many vendors away who, ha, who have honey in their product lines or their yes. foods, and uh, yes. I, ha, I have to explain to them, you know, it's uh, uh, that that is an animal product, and the bees yes. are exploited, and... Uh, very often, what the hives are smoked out, and you know they ship the you know they ship the queens, yeah. and and it is their food, um, right. and you know it is bee vomit also. So I don't know, you know, sweetening your food with vomit isn't the most appealing thing, you know. And, <laughs> yeah. So and and they're so important in, in pollination, you know. I mean, without bees, uh, we're, we'd we'd be in a lot of trouble. So let's uh, leave them alone, and then you know leave the honey out of the whole thing. So exactly, and they feel pain and they're highly intelligent and people always think well if I don't hurt the animal well first of all in bee production you do you're squeezing stingers off some of the bees and you're also killing a lot of them but even if you don't supposedly hurt the animal it's still exploitation if I have somebody who's my surf and I make them work 14 hours a day I may not be beating them but I it's still exploitation so we need to realize that exploitation means you're taking something from somebody who's not willingly giving it to you. Right, taking their labor and taking their food, you know, and taking, exactly. and taking their lives. So It's taking their lives, and it's so easy. The technology is out there. For every single product that is out there, there is a way to do it sustainably and without harming anybody. We just need to change methods of production so we can change methods of consumption. If I flood the marketplace with vegan, organic, sustainable products that look as good, feel as good, taste as good, and are as affordable as the cruelty-filled versions, why the heck would people not buy them? We're going to flood the marketplace and change how people consume, so they won't even have a question of, am I going to go vegan or not? It's going to be that we're shifting how they're consuming. So they don't even think about it, but they're getting these great things that are better for them and the environment, and that's how we're planning on making the world vegan, by changing methods of consumption with our Laura Wellnesses that are going to be throughout the world producing all the same products we have now, but sustainably with pine apple leather and mushroom and scoby and all kinds of great products to replace all the cruelty ones i love it i love it yeah here here so yeah. um and and so uh, w what sort of variety of these products will people be able to experience at la reggae vegan fest sunday october 7th at woodley park Woodley Park, I am so excited. I've been talking to so many people about it who are thrilled. I didn't realize how many ve reggae, vegan reggae lovers there are, but it should be obvious because reggae is a very peaceful, loving kind of 
practice and, and concept and philosophy and lifestyle, so it would make sense that so many of them are vegan. But we are going to have some stinging nettle bags. We have some shawls that are made out of banana leaf. We definitely have, of course, the more usual um, bamboo and organic cotton and hemp dresses and shirts and different items of clothing. We are working on getting some more pineapple leather shoes because I have a pair and I'm working with a producer. We'll, we'll see if we can do that. And um, and definitely have all our organic candles and food and oil free because oil just clogs your arteries and is processed and so many of the oils out there destroy habitats not just palm oil but plenty of the other ones destroy a lot of habitats and the more we destroy habitats the more we're not only stealing land from animals where they have nowhere to live and they get pushed out and starve and have no resources and the fires and the burning but we're also destroying the lungs of the planet and raising our global warming and making this planet inhabitable for us may i suggest that um it, it was just posted a few days ago but last week's uh episode of uh, go vegan radio with bob linden uh, mm -hmm. had an interview um with the lead researcher of a five-year comprehensive study from Oxford University on uh, the environment and uh, it's uh, really quite quite amazing uh, what he said would happen if we were to go vegan I mean the, the conclusion of this Oxford University study is the best thing that we can do is go vegan and you know we have a lot of people who are upset about you know we're in the midst of this mass extinction going on and he suggests that well if we go vegan you know we stop destroying the habitat the amount of land used for animal agriculture is obscene and uh, this yeah. could, this could really be you know, heaven on earth in a paradise, if we were to go vegan, we would have the resources uh, for for happy lives. But uh, at, at the so rate we're going, we have this mass extinction, you know, and, and, and uh, scarcity of resources and, and water usage. And, you know, everything that seems to be wrong with the planet seems to be traced to consumption, you know, production and consumption of meat, dairy, fish, and eggs. And... Uh, you know, so uh, so we we need, this is like it's an imperative. I mean, if if the yeah. latest study on the environment s concludes yeah. that going vegan is what we have to do, I mean, it's it's an imperative. And so, how do we do it? I, I get that a lot from people. Okay, I'm convinced. Now, what do I do? What do I? Where do I go? What do I eat? So, um, you know, filling the consumer need. Um, is, is so critical and I, you know there are animal groups out there who seem to mock you know oh veganism it's a consumer issue well it, it is like no demand for the animal saves the animals you know and, and then 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 the supply of vegan products is really important so you are at the forefront uh, Vanessa and I'm I'm so impressed with what you're doing and you know the care um, and and you know the the attention that you're you're giving to this and so uh, Tell, there were more products, I uh, presume, that we're talking about at, at your location. And again, explain to me, so, so your actual store location is going to be open when? And in the meantime, you're doing um, little mini vegan, mini vegan events or something to that right. effect? Or? That's exactly right. So we're, we're getting this space. Um, but there's going to need to be a lot of renovations and some construction to configure it to exactly what we want in terms of the dance center and the boutique, the healing arts area, and eventually the cafe. So there's a lot of 
configuring and permits that need we need to go through. So the actual fully running center, that's going to depend a lot on the city and permit timing and, and just how quickly we can get the construction done and get all the permits in place. So to launch the center and to introduce it to a wider world, we're, we're starting with our VegFest that we're going to have monthly anyway. So the the booth that we're going to have is sort of a mini representation of what the center is going to be like in terms of having all the four aspects that we consider are essential for health in terms of what you put in and on your body, which is the cafe and the boutique, and then the need to move, the need for physical expression and artistic expression, which is our dance performing arts center, and then a little bit of tweaking when things are out of place or don't quite go quite right, that's our healing arts center. So. We're going to have all those aspects at the VegFest, and right now we have about, I would say, eight or nine vendors with art and food and different kinds of products that, the, other than ours, That um, and then practitioners. We have a wonderful vegan massage therapist. Oh, by the way, all of our vendors are vegan because what I believe in is the veganomy that I want to keep money in the vegan economy that's what I call the veganomy if I'm increasing I, I don't want to have harness hands on my body healing me how can you heal me when you're taking in suffering and death you're taking in cortisol and the stress hormones that animals release through fear and stress prior to being killed that's not going to heal me I don't want you practicing on me when you're taking part in something so so cruel so we have all these vendors and all our goods and services are done by people who are vegan so that we keep the money in the veganomy and we expand that because the wealthier we become as a vegan community, the more power we'll also have to affect change on a broader scale. So all our people are vegan and all our massage therapists and chiropractor, everybody, our dance teachers, yoga instructors, all vegan. Great. Um, mm -hmm. So so that's kind of an, an overview of what we're going to be doing, and we're going to be having, our, like I said, our Q&A, and it's very fitness-focused because we have this huge bodybuilder talking, so we're going to have very health-oriented foods and, and products. People are really shifting how they do business to accommodate our um, start. But I wanted to address one thing, if I may, real quickly. When you talked about how veganism would help solve so many problems, to me, it is the single greatest contributor of suffering because my theory is that when we don't know how to instill self-esteem in our young, which has been our the history of humans, first we, we created these myths about gods out there who do all sorts of things, and then when a lot of people don't believe that, they're at a loss. They don't know what to believe in, what's our meaning, and my theory is that what humans have always done is we seek to replace or fill that emptiness and that void and that questioning inside with something. And what we've chosen throughout our history is the need to conquer, is a violence, is a bloodlust. If I feel empty, but I'm better than you, I conquer you, I take your land, I'm your lord, I'm your boss, I have hierarchies, I have warfare, I have animal agriculture, so I slaughter and kill. Our history is a very bloody history of 95% of our time has been spent in warfare. This 
meets this need that we have to conquer and feel better. I, my boss abuses me. I go home and abuse my spouse who abuses the child who abuses the dog. It's, it's this cycle that we've been in that is perpetuated. And then when you add on to that a consumerist capitalist society, let me tell you how inadequate you are and then you'll buy my products. If you feel good about yourself and you have self-confidence, you won't buy my lipstick, you won't buy my new car, you won't buy this purse. I'm flooding the market with all these products that you're not attractive and good and smart and successful enough unless you buy these products and that's how I can fuel consumerism. So it's like this two-pronged approach here that we have and all of it is leading to the destruction of this planet where I believe that veganism will address all of that and will also address our hostility and bloody history and make us more peaceful while we're not taking in this bloodlust and need to conquer. Yeah, well, it's uh, thou shalt not kill. I heard that somewhere along the line, but... Uh... <laughs> Seems to be seems to be forgotten somehow, you know, uh, and uh, so 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 we kill for food, for clothing, for entertainment, for you know, and and uh, and it's always the the less fortunate, you know, those uh, you know mm -hmm. who, who get oppressed and uh, and and even you know this speciesism. It's it's even accepted by those who are the most progressive uh, among us. I mean, the brainwashing is just so so strong you know just so yep. you know it's just so ubiquitous until the light goes off and it's like wow i'm eating uh you know a decom decomposing body part you know covered with fecal matter um <laughs> it's like whoa what am, what am i chewing here you know i like wake, wake up wake up you know so uh so, so we'll, we'll 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 wake up those those uh non-vegan uh, reggae lovers at la reggae vegan fest and oh and as you said it's you know the the, the need to move you know reggae music you know it's uh it's, you know reggae music i mean it's just such a good match you know the the reggae and vegan in terms of yeah moving and you know higher vibrations higher consciousness i tell you know there's a tradition of uh, veganism and you know, Rastafarianism and, uh, you know, liberty. Yeah. And so it's uh, a, a great match. And, you know, when, when we say one love, it's like, yeah, one love all species. One love, one love, let's include the animals now and really make it one love because how can it be one love unless we include the animals? So Exactly. That is so true. And I know that at the reggae festival, some of the exciting people that we're going to have we, we you and I have talked about one plastic life and what they do is they take all recyclable materials and they transform them into art which is such a great use of of toxins hopefully all our vendors will be using compostable and eco materials but any kind of um, packaging which we're also hoping to do away with at, at Alora and that way the whole you know, there'll be so many packaging options that aren't harmful, but this One Plastic Life company is going to come pick up all our recycling and transform anything into medallions and coasters and all kinds of things. They have a really cool method of transforming plastic into artwork, which is really, really wonderful. Great. There, you know, there are a million stories associated with doing a, a vegan reggae festival. You know, I mean, every, everybody's a story. All the vendors, the, yeah. you know, the, the music, the food, everything. It's like, you know, we have such a, a vast array of uh, international foods that people will just love, you know. So, yes. um, yeah, yes. so, so we're creating that vegan world. And the momentum is on our side. I, I take note of... Um, 
the uh, report buyer uh, out of the UK, its research saying that uh, in the US, 1% of the population considered itself vegan in 2014, and in 2016, it was up to 6%. So um, let's just keep trying the food, everybody. We're, we're foodies, don't worry, you know. Yes, <laughs> you'll eat well, you'll have great food. And the latest vendor that's told me that I approach that is really interested is Vegetinos, they have just exploded on the scene. They are. Uh, they make Mexican food that is so delicious. They're very new, and they're also good activists, and they really speak out a lot. And they, uh, once they started, I don't even know when they started with these pop-ups that they would do in like these random parking lots. And I went to the first one earlier this year, and was just blown away by them. And since then, they've been at every fair, every festival, and their lines are just around the block. They have just grown so much. Everyone's getting to know them, and they really want to do the fest, and they just responded to me yesterday saying they were in. So I'm so thrilled because we're going to have food, as you say, from around the world that's high quality and delicious, and that's going to just wow people to where there is absolutely no excuse not to go vegan. Absolutely, right. And, you know, we have... I don't think we even talked about health issues here when you say, you know, everything that's wrong with the world, when you come down to everything from heart disease, cancer, stroke, diabetes, world hunger, poverty, um, there's no excuse. And then when we hear it's the it's what we all need to do to save the planet, and we're told that by Oxford University, not just somebody who, you know, likes to hug cows and trees, you know, it's like this is an Oxford University researcher who has gone vegan himself now as a result of uh, these extensive studies. So um, I do suggest that people go to GoVeganRadio.com, and I believe it was episode 624, um, and uh, I think it's one of the mo most important programs you will ever hear about the environment. It's an hour-long interview on, uh, on this study, and it's really mind-blowing uh, as to if we all went vegan, what, how the world could be. I mean, you know, so, um, so come on out to LA Reggae Vegan Fest. Uh, you can attend at, you know, just attend for fun and get tickets at LAReggaeVeganFest.com. And there's also information on, uh, being a vendor or sponsor. So, um, Vanessa, it's a pleasure to talk to you about all of this. Did we miss anything? Uh, anything oh. about the store, any products, any product line? Well no, not at all, but I just wanted to mention the health as well, that we really believe in wellness and that so much of the health concerns that we do have are from our toxic lifestyles and that I, I teach a seminar, which I've done a few different places on holistic health, which really does mean mind, body, spirit, that I use my psychology to really talk about our toxic core beliefs that we have about ourselves that can also make you sick as healthy as you can be in other ways. It has to be that mindset and coping with stress and coping with a world that seems so cruel and barbaric towards animals and to oppress peoples. So having that, that mindset of where we're taking care of ourselves, where we're taking in healthy foods and clothing and furniture all our products don't have toxins in them our air we have plants to purify our air we, we, we teach seminars on this at Alora and then um, of course the need to move that if you're not moving your body you're going to be developing all kinds of issues where movement is so crucial to keep the, the health of your joints and your muscles and keep them moving and also your creative expression we all need to create and like the apple tree doesn't sit there and wonder 
tender? Is my apple round enough? Is it red enough? Is it pure enough? Is it pretty? Is it her apple prettier? Is the, you know, we don't wonder about that. The apple tree just creates, and I believe that we all need to find a form of creation that that is, you know, what what awakens something within us. So when you talk about health, to me. That is a big focus of Valora, that it really is about this whole mindful sense of health in all ways. And veganism is the only way to approach that. And then you add in all these other health layers to it as well. And that, to me, is the secret to having a peaceful and healthy life that's congruent with your value system and not harming the planet. I'm, I'm with you on that. Terrific. Great talking to you today, Vanessa Thanks. Marceau. And so um, contact information again. Give us any of the social media or uh, website or Absolutely. however. Our website is ellorawellness.com. The same with Facebook. It's Allora Wellness, like alluring but with an E, E-L-L-O-R-A. Our Instagram Unfortunately, we couldn't fit the whole name in, so it's a Laura Wellen. It's just the well N. We couldn't fit in the whole wellness, but that's on Instagram and on Twitter. And we would love to have people come join us in Altadena. Check out one of our, our website or social media to find out information. 2141 Lake Avenue in Altadena this Saturday. Come meet Patrick Baboumian and all our great vendors and, and goods and services that we're going to have there. And just a fun community of loving, happy people to surround yourself with and have a great time. And then we'll see you all October 7th. So thrilled about the Vegan Reggae Fest where we will be and have all kinds of treats and hang out with the delightful Bob Linden who is full of spice and fire and wit and humor and such a pleasure to talk with you. And thank you so much for interviewing me. It was such a pleasure. My pleasure indeed. And oh, the, the delightful Bob Linden is going to be there? I, I thought I thought I was going to be there, but okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we'll we'll see if we can get the delightful one out there. And it uh, it was a delight talking to you, and I'm looking forward to seeing you Sunday, October seventh, at Woodley Park. And again, uh, the, the website is LARegaveganfest.com. Thanks for talking with us today, Vanessa. Thank you. See you soon. Okay. Bye. Continue on Go Vegan Radio with Bob Linden at GoVeganRadio.com on Facebook, Go Vegan Radio with Bob Linden, and Twitter at Go Vegan Radio. And I do want to remind you uh, how uh, uplifting Radio Bobby can be. Just check it out. Go to RadioBobby.com. Yes, in my past life, I was a program director at radio stations all around the country, and I was uh, very rare in that I got to choose the music that the radio stations would play. Normally, the program directors at radio stations were handed a playlist researched by consultants, and uh, not I. I listened to the music and said, wow, this sounds great, let's play it. I like all 12 songs on this album, let's play all 12 songs. Or... uh, 
Huh, that's the number one song in the country? I don't like it. Let's not play it. No. So, um, so I actually was hired for my taste in music, believe it or not. I was said to have an ear. So um, I was the program director at many successful stations around the country. Jazzy 100 in Washington, D.C. I started up CD 101 in New York, Love 94 Miami, KIFM San Diego, uh, where else? The Sound in Seattle, um, etc., etc. Star 106 in uh, San Antonio and Z92 in Omaha. Um, so I listened to a lot of music over all of those years. Um, to get, and it took a lot of work, you know, you got to go through a lot of bad music to get to the good songs. And uh, so please take advantage of my music experience of a lifetime and check out Radio Bobby at RadioBobby.com. Uh, it's a project of 501c3 Go Vegan Radio. We do it for your happiness. Check it out. I think you're really going to like it. It's very different, and for a lot of people, you know, it may it may become your most favoritest radio station ever. So check it out, radiobobby.com. And uh, again, I invite you to attend L.A. Reggae Vegan Fest, the first ever historic event. This is going to be quite amazing. Sunday, October 7th, Woodley Park, Van Nuys, California. LAReggaeVeganFest.com, the website. An amazing musical lineup. It starts with the Simkin Project, and we have Lamore and the Mystic Band, General John Mikey, Sister Carol, um, Bushman, Maccabee, Glenn Washington. So these are international reggae superstars. A full day with uh, amazing speakers. Uh, we're going to have an area set aside. Yes, it's a paid event, and right now the tickets are the lowest that they uh, will be, $45 for all of these artists, a full day of musical entertainment. Uh, the ticket price includes parking and service fees, and kids 12 and under are free. And there's a kids show at 10.30 in the morning. So... Um, but we are going to have an area set aside just uh, south of our paid event. Um, everybody wants uh, college to be for free, so we will have the free college of vegan knowledge. Many of the speakers who will be center stage at LA Reggae Vegan Fest will do presentations at the free college of vegan knowledge, which will be free to the public, uh, an area of uh, speaker presentations. Uh, but if you want to get in on the music and lots of great food and fun, get your tickets now. LAReggaeVeganFest.com. Click on tickets. Check out the whole event there. Um, you will be glad you did. Um, Eric Weissman of Evolution Vegan Dog and Cat Food will be at LA Reggae Vegan Fest. He will be speaking there and... Uh, Daisy Loves Evolution. Um, by the way, if uh, you're a new customer, call 800-659-0104. You get 25% your first order of dry food 
from Evolution, 800-659-0104, soon to be introducing the organic uh, vegan uh, dog and cat food, Evolution, offering 20% off dry food if you call on the first Wednesday of the month, 10% off canned food. Again, it's 800-659-0104. Evolution meets all the specifications for all stages of life. So, um, and Daisy loves Evolution. Come meet Eric Weissman at LA Reggae Vegan Fest. And I want to thank Victoria Hart, a wonderful vegan artist who uh, has donated her time to helping us with the flyers and posters for L.A. Reggae Vegan Fest. And I invite you to go to victoriahart.weebly.com, victoria, H-A-R-T dot W-E-E-B-L-Y dot com. Um, victoria does uh, beautiful artwork, everything from realistic uh, portraits to uh, coloring pages featuring uh, the animals in your life, the beloved animals in your life. All you do is send Victoria a JPEG, and uh, she creates artwork that is uh, the perfect gift for all the animal lovers in your family. And you can see examples of her work at victoriahart.weebly.com. I have been uh, telling you the wrong email for Victoria for a while now. Uh, because uh, I somehow uh, wasn't seeing a double when I should have been seeing double, meaning a double A, Victoria A Hart at gmail.com, Victoria A Hart at gmail.com is the correct email address. Um, for once, I, I wasn't seeing double when I should have been seeing double, so... Um, check check out her uh, her artwork uh, she'll also be providing uh, a coloring page that we'll be giving to children arriving early at la reggae vegan fest.com uh, we ask you to support your local vegan restaurants we have many of them who will be participating at la reggae vegan fest um, so definitely come out and see them. And we also appreciate the support that we get from Vegetarian House, which is in San Jose. So it's a bit of a bit of a distance from L.A. Reggae Vegan Fest. But uh, Vegetarian House has supported Go Vegan Radio with Bob Linden year after year after year after year. Um, and uh, Vegetarian House is one of the great vegan restaurants anywhere. 520 East Santa Clara Street in San Jose, and its catering business is booming. Uh, if you have a social event coming up, um, a wedding, uh, bar mitzvah, the, the, the sales meeting, uh, you want to impress clients, you want to impress the future in-laws, definitely get in touch with Vegetarian House, the website, vegetarianhouse.us. And if you want to support a hot and sexy vegan fashion line, go to sonusdenim.com, S-O-N-A-S, denim.com, as in strawberry, onion, nut, apple, strawberry, denim, 
Com. Jeans are uniquely made with 50 patches of denim here in sunny California. Um, and uh, yoga pants are available too uh, for men, for women. SinusDenim.com. Okay, it's Go Vegan Radio with Bob Linden at GoVeganRadio.com. On Facebook, Go Vegan Radio with Bob Linden. Twitter at Go Vegan Radio. Uh, yes, we do have uh, Facebook pages for LA Reggae Vegan Fest. I, I just I can't keep track uh, of myself anymore. I'm I, 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 I'm I'm too much for me. I I, uh, I don't know. Let's uh, let's just uh, let's just ask that you uh, send a, a tax deductible donation. You can find the donate button at uh, goveganradio.com. It's something I can. I can follow. I can. I can remember goveganradio.com. I can't. Re- how many? How many websites do I have? And other forms of communication and places to check for messages. And yeah, I. I can't keep up with myself. Um, let's see. Uh, if I were keeping up with myself, I would say we will talk to Lee Camp of Redacted tonight. Coming up next on Go Vegan Radio with Bob Linden at goveganradio.com. Vegan Radio with Bob Linden at GoVeganRadio.com on Facebook, Go Vegan Radio with Bob Linden, Twitter at Go Vegan Radio. Um, you can uh, please visit the website for LA Reggae Vegan Fest, LAReggaeVeganFest.com, and for your musical entertainment, there is RadioBobby.com. And um, we have a special guest today with us today. Lee Camp, uh, very special because, uh, well, he's he's the host of the very popular TV show, Redacted Tonight with Lee Camp, one of the only places where you can get real news um, and uh, astute, intelligent commentary, so I thank Lee for that. Um, Redacted Tonight with Lee Camp is on RT America, so... Uh, so finally, finally it, it took this radio sh- show to come up with somebody actually co- colluding with the Russians, huh? So here we are. Finally. Finally, gotta, finally, gotta... we, we have. So it took this radio show to, uh, you, I, I guess, Lee, is you're, you're under Mueller's radar, but... Um, um, yeah, here, yeah. Here... well, th- thank you, Bob, for having me on, and I'll pay you the five, five extra dollars for calling me intelligent. <laughs> Or, or yeah, the well, well, I don't know. Talking about the intelligence community is that really a compliment? Um, and um, actually, now I'm I'm nervous because having you on, I think that makes me colluding with Russia now, right? So I'm I'm a little nervous. Yeah, too. The, the the irony, of course, in in this whole uh, you know world of fake news and everything is that let's not forget <clears throat> forget that Mueller himself was head of the FBI when they were telling us there were double. UMD in Iraq, and there's video of him from 2003 
front and center of Congress saying they have WMD, which is why we must invade Iraq. And I believe that anyone who said that in 2002 and 2003, despite many others saying there were no WMD, should be drummed out and never listened to again in any form. I don't think they should be listened to at family get-togethers. Exactly right. Yeah, every we, we were lied into the war in Iraq, and uh, they all still have jobs, you know. And it's pretty, pretty yeah. amazing, it's, you know, in, including still... including the Mitia who who lied us in, right? I mean, they're all. But 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 to me, it's like the at this point, it's like the MSNBCIA or the ABCIA or. <laughs> CIABS or CIANN. I mean, it's like all. I, I know. Yeah. You know, there used to be a secret. It was a secret program for a while, and then it became public called Operation Mockingbird, where the CIA had agents within the media. But now they don't need that because they're just front and center with it. The you know CNN will say, "Here's our CNN. Here's our CIA guy. Here's our <laughs> here's our military intelligence guy to come tell us what to believe." Exactly, exactly. And and wasn't it under Obama that that there was passed? I, I think it was, there was a headline. I remember foreign policy it says U.S. repeals propaganda ban, uh, spreads government news to Americans. This was in. Uh, Foreign Policy magazine a few years ago, so yeah. uh, propaganda is legal. They repealed the ban on using propaganda on American citizens, and actually just this week it came out that uh, Radio Free Europe and Liberty Radio, which are the U.S. Uh, state radio, had taken out uh, Facebook ads to influence the American public. And now, you know, Facebook and some others are under scrutiny for having taken out propaganda ads to influence us. <laughs> it's uh, it's pretty amazing. And uh, how, how amazing the propaganda is, is so obvious. I mean, if you, you turn on MSNBC or CNN or, or you know, I, I this, my radio show was actually on Air America years ago when Rachel Maddow made some sense it seemed you know we were all opposed to the the war in iraq and george bush and all but now everything has just gone you know t totally yeah, insane uh, nothing is real so it's I, uh, I, 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 to... I thank you for you know, <laughs> bringing us some some real news thank you yeah i used to like rachel too back in the day back when i was driving around listening to air america but she has gone full conspiracy theorist she comes out every day with a new you know, map with red dots on it. I saw a Russian here. I saw a Russian there. And you're like, wow, this, this whole thing has been turned on its head. These same people used to point to Republicans and say they were behaving in a McCarthyist manner. That used to be the, the term you would call someone who's acting like everybody's a Russian. They're a McCarthyist. And now it's on its head where the corporate Democrats have become the McCarthyists. I, I know. I It's like, yeah, I, I think I considered myself on the left a while back. You know, I had the, I was anti-war, against oppression, you know, against, uh, you know, I mean, I, I, it, it seems like it, it all left me and suddenly the left is pro-war, corporatist, pro-bank, and, and I don't I don't know what happened. And, and suddenly taking us to the brink of war with Russia um, to, to cover up, I think, uh, you know, the, the, the rigging of the primary, to tell you the truth. I right. Mean, you know. Right. So but how irresponsible it is like people like Rachel Maddow are I consider to be, um, 
you know, like a menace to society at this point. I mean, for- yeah, yeah, I mean, I challenge people to name the anti-war politicians or the anti-war Democrats. It seems that both sides, Republican and Democrat, are now pro-war, pro the largest military industrial complex the world has ever seen. There's a, almost there's nearly nobody in government against endless war. I know, and and I've I've seen Trump mention a couple of times that he has been on peace missions. So obviously, peace is anti-American, and you know, <laughs> horrible. You know, I, I you know, p- peace with Korea, peace. You know, talking to Putin. Like, w- wouldn't we prefer our leaders to talk rather than, you know, we be you know, we be you know, floating off in space after we're nuked. You know, I I, I think people at least should uh, who are against Trump should appreciate that they're still alive to protest against him because I don't know. I, I thought, you know, Hillary was taking us on the war path with Russia, especially with that no fly zone that uh, our general said would leave it, lead us to conflict. I mean, where, where is the peace movement anyway? I, I, maybe right here, like here we are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's the two of us. Yeah. There's a, you know, a couple of organizations, code pinks. Cindy, a good Sheehan, one, but Cindy there Sheehan, aren't my good friend. Yeah. So, yeah, so uh, yeah, there, there are, and and you're absolutely right. There's a million reasons to despise Trump and be upset with what he's doing to the to the government, to the EPA, to our environment. But instead, the mainstream media seems just furious that he would that that, that there might be peace breaking out with North Korea. Right. Yeah. If we get if if Trump causes peace, I mean, yeah, we got to be anti-peace suddenly. So it uh, it makes no sense. But we we do seem to be. Uh, biased, uh, you know, if 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 the poor policies came from Democrats, they kind of seemed okay with us. And I appreciate that you talk about that on your show. That how really was Obama a great environmentalist when he opened up so much uh, drilling? So what a hundred and what fifteen hundred drilling permits, and he, they spread fracking around the world and and yet the you know when it comes from democrats it's it's okay it's a good policy when when we expand our wars it's a a good policy because it it, it comes from democrats yeah i mean the, the he he would brag in some speeches he bragged about the amount of oil pipeline that was laid under his administration more than ever before um, it, it, the amount of bombing just increased exponentially under Obama, something like 30, 40 bombs a day. Now, Trump has taken the gloves off the military so that we're now up to about 120 bombs a day, according to the Pentagon's own reporting. Um, that's what's going on right now. But it's not like Obama was a peacenik. It was it was endless bombing. And he, so I the idea that 25,000... Bombs were dropped on uh, mostly Muslim countries in a year, I think, by Obama. Right? So yeah, twenty six twenty six thousand in his final year in office. It's it's totally insane, <laughs> and that's their own reporting. Yeah. So it's uh, it's it's pretty amazing. How how did you get into this position to where um, you're hosting the show? And and in a sense, these days, it almost seems like you, you have to be you have to deliver the truth via comedy. I don't, I don't know if you can just directly talk truth anymore. So um, how, how did your show come to be? Well, I've been a stand-up comedian for 20 years. Uh, the great majority of that uh, political comedian and 
uh, you know, I, I toured the country, toured internationally, and basically I was appearing on certain uh, TV shows as a kind of comedic talking head, an anti-war, anti-corporate talking head on Abby Martin's show and Tom Hartman and Max Kaiser. And so then when RT America wanted to create a comedy show, they asked me whether I could create one, and, and we did. And, and you know, we, we are one of the few, certainly one of the few comedy shows, but one of the few shows, period, that is, you know, staunchly anti-war, staunchly anti-corporate exploitation, anti-big bank. And so with so few, you know, I, I, I wish there were more out there, but we have redacted tonight. My show has so few competitors that are truly anti-war and anti-corporate exploitation. Right, how, uh, how, how unusual, uh, you know, and, and it took being on RT to, to, to have, it's like RT is giving us our, our most pro-American, <laughs> the yeah. show most in the interest of Americans, uh, revealing uh, truth when uh, American media won't, so, uh, you know. Uh, yeah, and, and, and one of the reasons uh, you're having me on is because I cover the, the meat industry, the factory farming industry, and of course that's another issue that cannot be touched by our mainstream media because those, those same interests are funding them, and, and so they're really basically never going to even hardly mention the, the factory farming and meat industry. And so I, you know, I have covered it on, on many occasions. And it, it goes to show that if you know if you unless you want something that aligns with the corporate interests, you have to turn to these outside and independent uh, networks, which is why I'm on the only network that will let me uh, speak freely about this stuff. Right. Uh, you know, it's been kind of an interesting path for me in doing this vegan radio show, um, which is now I've been doing it for 17 years, and it uh, it started on a station in Los Angeles, and it was on Air America, it was on uh, GCN, which is Alex Jones Network. I mean, so I've been on from you know liberal to conservative stations. They, you know, I mean, I. I, I gear up. If you want me to quote the Bible for the cause of animals, I'll do that. Or if uh, you want to talk about the ALF, okay, we, you know, whatever it takes for the cause of animals, you know, I'm I'm here. And um, it's been interesting that uh, it, it's been pretty well accepted. In fact, when it went on the uh, GCN network, which is Alex Jones Network, uh, they said to me. Uh, you're you're our first food show, and and I didn't even realize I was a food show until then. You know what I mean? It's like this is a show about everything. When you're talking about um, animal issues and food, it's about uh, war, peace, violence, human health, the environment. I mean everything. It, it's it's a you know like Seinfeld was a show about nothing. This this is about everything, and I I see yeah. your uh, you know, where is your interest? Where did your interest come from? This I see that. Uh, you're a contributor to Truth Dig, and the most recent article here uh, that you have is the media never mentioned the number one cause of climate change. So, um, where uh, where comes your interest in uh, in animals? Or uh... well, it, it it you know. I just became more politically aware once I kind of finished college, and I, you know, the Iraq War really woke me up, and and uh, started reading people like John Perkins and Chomsky and Hedges, and and uh, it, you know, it just kind of followed. Once you start questioning the the corporate state, questioning the the exploitative system under which we live, you start looking at 
what the media is not talking about. You start asking bigger questions. And so I started to ask those questions about, you know, uh, uh, the, the media industry and the, the and what's the, the causes of climate change the causes of our environmental destruction and and it all kind of is just connected and intertwined and so I think that's that's where I ultimately uh, ended up here yeah I started as a peace activist during the Vietnam War I got up and you know I was at Stuyvesant High School and we got up and marched out of class and so um, I considered now being vegan um, the uh, like really the 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 obvious extension of uh, of peace activism and not wanting to uh, uh, do participate in violence or or killing so um, yeah. that that was it for me I actually when I was in college I, I looked down at my pan one night and there was a chicken you know it was a chicken's body and I, I thought wow you know I mean I don't I don't think the chicken really volunteered for this and you know while we think it's you know while, while we think it's that it's their purpose in life I I don't think that you know the chicken wanted to be there and I just said I don't think I can eat animals anymore you know so I thought it was a quiet little personal decision that I was making and you know nothing that would ever lead to uh you know a talk radio show or anything uh you know well, and I and yeah, and, and a big a big reason for me started with just my own personal health. I I felt like I'm not. It's not like I'm eating really wonderful, uh, free range, grown on some beautiful farm kind of meat. I was eating like McDonald's, and I was I was kind of like, well, I, I don't support McDonald's. I don't support this industry. I don't support what it does to our environment. And so, you know, conceivably, I could have been like, well, I'll cut out all the factory farm meat and just occasionally have a steak. But I was like, eh, you know, I kind of, kind of, I'm not going to be eating those kind of steaks anyway. So I'm going to go all out. Now, I, I think that um, industry pr propaganda has led us to think that there's something better than, than factory farms. Um, you know, for example, you know, we're really... Like right now, there's the push, for example, and and I see in your article, and so I, I um, I'm, I'm you you talk about what are specialty eggs, you know, like do they have little knitted sweaters on or what? Well, and then you say, well, specialty eggs mean uh, eggs that were not obtained through horrific uh, end of days medieval torture. <laughs> so specialty eggs basically means free range. Shouldn't that be called normal eggs? Um, <laughs> eggs that come from a hen just standing out in the field. But again, you know. Here, I, we're the victims of propaganda again from the industry because the specialty eggs are as bad as the non-specialty eggs. If we if we look into uh, what's behind the scenes, right. all the all the and and they're they're pushing this legislation in California right now, this uh, prevention of cruelty to to farm animals. Well, if we look at the specialty eggs, the the best eggs out there. All the male chicks are, are uh, ground alive or suffocated uh, right after birth because they're useless. All the females are mutilated. You know, their, their faces are chopped off. They're de-beaked. And then they are harshly imprisoned, usually in sheds with tens of thousands of other birds. So they're, they're you know, killing each other. They're ripping at each other. They, they have broken legs. They, they die in that situation to where, you know... Sometimes look, there's a, a lower mortality rate in the confinement of the cages. You know, I mean, we're we're right. being misled actually by the industry into thinking that there's any 
um, any way of doing this right when, when everybody's a commodity, a murder victim. So I would ask you, Lee Camp, to, to think of to, to, to think of speciesism and, and um, you know to uh, you know look at speciesism the way we look at racism or prejudice against women, sexism. Um, if, if we were to put in you know, like uh, Iraqi child, uh, you know, substitute in any condition that the animals are in and say, what if it were an Iraqi child? We, we would never um, tolerate what, what it's about. They're all killed. Nobody gets out alive. So it's it's all mass murder. Um, even and, and, and it's all, you know, just it's a myth um, that, uh, that that we're getting from industry that, so they can sell more expensive eggs. So, um, at, you know, at, at this right, and 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 you know, I think people have to keep in mind the other side, which is that we we're destroying our our own ability to live on this planet by using meat. So it it you know it, it, we're killing ourselves at the end of the day as well. Right, right, right. It we're killing. I mean, if you consider heart disease, cancer, stroke, diabetes, all tied in with that. Um, you know, I mean, meat, dairy, fish, and eggs will consumption will kill more Americans, you know, than than all wars combined, just about every year. So, um, you know, really, the drones should be headed for the slaughterhouses, you know. So, um, and the environmental devastation, you have that uh, very well spoken in your article and your references. I mean, it is the number one. Um, cause of climate change and deforestation and resource depletion. In fact, um, my most recent show, uh, which should be posted um, by now, uh, was with Joseph Poor from Oxford University, and he just concluded a five-year study of food Im food's impact on uh, the planet. And his conclusion is the best thing that we can do is go vegan. So um, going vegan is really, uh, you know, that, that, that really removes us from, uh, from the violence, from the torture, um, from, you know, as, as, as much as possible, you know. So that seems to be, um, and, and it's really a fascinating show uh, based on, on his conclusions, how devastating uh, meat, dairy, fish, and egg uh, production and consumption are and uh, how you know the the planet would be more of a paradise uh, if uh, if we were to go vegan. So um, I just want to uh, make sure that uh, the, the industry, the the egg industry, uh, is thanking Meatless Mondays now for the highest uh, egg uh, sales in uh, in thirty years, actually. So uh, there's that and. Uh, then we have the reducitarians telling us to eat eat smaller steaks, but the, I think the the cow is saying, "So you're just cutting my body up into smaller pieces." Huh? So. Well, it certainly would help to have people eating less, I guess. Yeah. Well, I think it would. I think it would help if uh, if we were to to all go vegan. You have a, a comedy special coming up, do you not? Yes. Uh, it's going to be titled Very Patriotic Super Uncle Sam Comedy Special That's Not Allowed on American Television. <laughs> and it will be out mid-September, and we're just in the final stages of uh, getting it ready. So uh, people will be able to find that at LeeCamp.com, my website, where they can also check out Redacted.
tonight, my TV show. Terrific. Okay. Oh, you know, I, I wanted to talk about a second about um, the uh, undercover videos that uh, that are out there, and I know that very often, you know, they're trying to prevent uh, the the freedom of speech from you know, or you know, from people from um, seeing such videos. Um, so. If I may offer another way of looking at what what normally happens with that, um, so the the company says, well, that's an aberration. Uh, we don't really treat the animals like that. It was the the worker who did this. So they they wind up putting some poor person who, you know, that that was the last possible <laughs> job he could have gotten. Uh, he goes on trial. The company says we're going to set up an animal care. Um, an animal care council, and we'll take care of it, and everything's okay. And then everybody just goes back to eating the uh, the animal products. So, uh, you know, the the way uh, that that uh, they got to scapegoat the worker that's already being exploited, right? Right, right, right. So, and 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 the animal rights organizations are kind of, I believe, are compromised themselves too. So they never come out and say go vegan. Um, so they just get uh, more donations uh, for, uh, you know, for uh, revealing, you know, those those videos when they, they, they can never do it right. You know, the thing is, they just, you know, they're commodities, they're, you know, they're they're just products. So, um, you know, they're they're they're, they're concerns, you know, it's just all uh, PR PR out there. So, well, yeah, I, I think the reason that you know, exploiting animals and exploiting workers are connected is because if you've decided that you, that it's profit over all else, profit over the, the health of an animal, then of course you don't give a shit about the workers either. Right, right, right. With the people consuming it, I mean, look, you know, I mean, that's, that's, that's the whole other thing. We're sold, uh, that, uh, you know, how do you get your protein? People, people fear, you know, and then it turns out, oh, animal protein, the dairy protein is the number one carcinogen to which Americans are exposed. Ah, okay, that figures. Right. So, so yeah, so you have the media really bought and sold. Look, every commercial is for, you know, uh, a slash food restaurant, meat, dairy, fish, eggs, right? So, uh, yeah, how, I, how would I, it I, ever I, be I, exposed? Yeah. I point that out in my in my segment on Redacted tonight that you will basically never hear them talk about the harm of meat. Yet every program will have an ad for a burger or something else. So basically, it's an endless array of promotion for eating meat and basically never a mention of the harms of meat. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, ne never uh, never a mention of an alternative. So so I put on this. Uh, I I used to be a a program director at music radio station so i just started radiobobby.com and so i think the music is great but the good point to, that i think is that you don't hear commercials for chicken wings or burgers or whatever you know because i mean even if i hear you know some good songs on a radio station somewhere they're they're always going to ruin it with with what's coming up next which is a commercial for you know mcdevils or murder king or when dies or kills jr followed by the pharmaceutical uh commercials uh, that are there to you know to cure what people have been eating what was just advertised you know so yeah so um you're, you're working um anti-meat uh jokes into your routine is that what uh, is that happening yeah yeah there there are many moments in the comedy special hour i mean there's plenty unredacted tonight as well but in the comedy special the hour that's coming out has uh, it, it discusses uh the harms of meat 
uh, a bunch throughout the hour. So. Excellent. So, oh, so where are people going to see the comedy special? It'll be released online, so people will be able to get it for like five dollars. You can either download or rent it. Uh, well, it'll probably be at a, a a new website, but I'm sure everyone can find it through LeeCamp.com. Okay. Well, how about you come back on right before it's released, and we'll let people know it's on. That would be great. I really appreciate your time. Well, thank you, Lee Camp. And uh, again, tell us uh, where people can find you and how they can follow you. Yeah, I'm at Lee Camp on Twitter. Uh, I'm Lee Camp Comedian on Facebook and LeeCamp.com. And the show, again, is Redacted Tonight, which is available on television but also all on YouTube. So uh, anybody wants to watch the last episode, go to YouTube.com slash Redacted Tonight. Terrific. Well, thank you for the work you're doing. I really appreciate it, and I, uh, I, I took note. I, I see that George Carlin's uh, daughter uh, speaks very highly of you, and in, in, you know somebody carrying the, to the torch of her father. And she said, you know that, uh, you know you're uh, you're you're like her father, basically. You know that uh, you're a, a thinking person's uh, comedian, and I. I find that to be true. So thank you for your work. Thank you for your, thank, you. thank you for the laughs. And thank you for the truth. <laughs> thank you, Bob. Keep, keep, keep up the fight. Okay, thanks. Talk to you soon. Just about do it for this week's program. Let me thank Andrew Sutton for technical help on the audio side of what we have going on here, whatever it is we have going on here. Um, you can find uh, what we have going on here at GoVeganRadio.com. Over 600 programs are archived. Again, I uh, can't say how important enough. I can't say how important it is that you listen to uh, episode 624 uh, where we talk to Joseph Poor from Queens College of Oxford University regarding the most comprehensive study of the environment ever. You, you have to hear that show at GoVeganRadio.com. While you're there, uh, please do make a tax-deductible donation to support what we do, uh, our work in the media, Michi-a, and our special events. And if you need to get in touch with me, it's bob at goveganradio.com. Thanks for listening, and uh, please, go vegan. Go vegan.